This broadcast has been brought to you by Wesley United Methodist Church. For more information, see our webpage at wesleyumc.com. Good morning. I have been threatening to do this for 12 years. Is it even? Is, is it even? Finally, I've been waiting for 12 years for you to do that. <laughs> hey, good morning. Thank y'all, number one. I'm looking for somebody, so just I'm talking, but I'm looking for. Um, thank y'all for being here. I know that some of you uh, rearranged your schedule. You had other places to be. You got back in town. I know that um, it's not always easy uh, to be here on Sunday morning with your schedule. So thank you for making the special effort uh, to be here uh, today. It, it really means a lot to me, so thank you all for being here. Okay? <clears throat> I'm going to read uh, Matthew chapter 5 in the um, Contemporary English Bible, the CEB. Matthew chapter 5, beginning with verse number 13. It says, You are the salt of the earth. If salt loses its saltiness, how will it become salty again? It's good for nothing except to be thrown away and trampled under people's feet. You are the light of the world. A city on top of a hill can't be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a basket. Instead, they put it on a lampstand, and it shines to everyone who is in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before people so that they may see the good works that you do and praise your Father who is in heaven. This is God's holy word. Thanks be to God. Join me for a moment of silent prayer. Together, pray with me. Amen. If I did my math right, 640 times thereabouts, I have asked you for that few seconds prior to the sermon that I was preaching. So, about 40 times a year, three times on a Sunday for 12 years, is about 640 times. I've asked you to pause and to be in prayer. So thank y'all for that. 1941, June Hershey 
wrote a song. Don Swander put it to a melody. It was first recorded by Perry Como on December the 9th, 1941. It was in the top of the charts for five weeks in a row. That song has been recorded by Gene Autry, Tex Ritter, George Strait, Ray Charles, Nickel Creek, Mo Bandy, Josh Abbott Band. It's even been sung by Sheldon on the Big Bang Theory. <laughs> it was famously recorded and played in a, two different musics, uh, two different movies in 1941 by Bing Crosby and also by Gene Autry. It's performed during every football game, pregame at Darrell K. Royal Texas Memorial Stadium in Austin by the UT Longhorn Band. It is played in the spirit of Houston Cougar Marching Band um, at their home football games. TCU Horned Frogs Marching Band performs it at their stadium. San Antonio Missions, the Rice Owls, the Houston Cougars base, uh, baseball games. The middle of the fifth inning of the Texas Rangers game. It's played every time the San Antonio Spurs wins a game. The Houston Dynamo play it at their soccer games. The fans sing Take Me Out to the Ball Game during the seventh inning at the Houston Astros. And then following Take Me Out to the Ball Game, we the, stand, we the fans sing this song. Do y'all know it? Okay, we're about to sing it. Y'all ready? y'all. Wasn't that fun? It is fun. Okay. The stars at night are big and bright, right? Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. 
yes. But in Texas, the stars are big and bright. Yes? Yes. Okay, great. When I look out at you, all of y'all, I see stars in a good way. Stars. Big and bright. I want to use each of those five letters, S-T-A-R-S, to think about different aspects of our 12 years together. The first S stands for the staff. Staff come and go. People come and go. Employees come and go. We're here for a while. We go for a while. And over the 12 years, employees, people have come. We become a family, and then for different reasons, people go. The staff, like family, for me. So if you're a staff person over these years, I'm looking for you. I appreciate you, and I thank you for your love and your support. You lifted me up when you didn't know I needed lifting up. So thank y'all. T stands for transformation or transition. Okay? 2006, much has changed in our world. While we were living, just a quick summary. Pluto was downgraded from a planet to a dwarf planet. Okay? Saddam Hussein was executed. YouTube began in 2005, but it was purchased by Google in 2006. Barack Obama became president. The deepest recession that our country ever had since the Great Depression. The I-35 Mississippi River Bridge collapsed. YouTube, Netflix, Airbnb, Uber, Lyft, Twitter, MySpace, Wikipedia, Snapchat, all came into existence or were enhanced in our time together. And a lot more. Garmin, y'all remember Garmin and TomTom? They came into our world during these 12 years. And most of them have exited out of our world, right? Because we now have Waze, and we all now have Google Map. And we now have this device, or many of us do. Yeah. Tinder. Tinder dating. Okay. Hulu, Amazon, Sling, We, who plays We anymore? The cloud was just a cloud. <laughs> Osama bin Laden was taken down by the Navy SEALs. Same-sex marriage was legalized. Occupy Wall Street protests developed. Black Lives Matter movement became real. Skype. Haiti earthquake, 
killed over 200,000 people, earthquake and tsunami in Japan, the luxury cruise ship runs aground in Italy, Facebook bought the WhatsApp app, Burger King created uh, the chicken fries, Glee, remember Glee? It premiered. The bird flu was discovered, the outbreak of Ebola and the swine flu, the, the plane landed in the Hudson River, the wedding of Prince William and Catherine, and then the one from yesterday, Harry and Meghan, okay. Pope John Paul II died. Michael Phelps got his eighth gold medal. John McCain chose Sarah Palin as his running mate. Benghazi happened. Think about this. I arrived eight months after Hurricanes Katrina and then Rita. We've had hit our area. Humberto in 2007, September 13th. Eduardo on August the 5th. Gustav 9, the 1st of, October, uh, of 2008. Three of them. Eduardo, Gustav, and Ike all in, hit us in 2008. Cindy was in September of last year. We don't remember that much. Harvey was in September, uh, in August of last year. 3D printers. ISIS. Sandy Hook. Boston Marathon, Pulse Nightclub, Florida School, Santa Fe, and others. Chicago Cubs won their first World Series since 1908. But so did the Houston Astros win. We now have President Trump. Lots of things have taken place in our time frame, in our, in our world. Lots of people have passed away in America. Celebrities, lots of them, have passed away. Lots of things have happened and changed. That's just a thumbnail sketch. Our church has changed as well. I'm going to give you some numbers. You ready, Chase? I'm going to give you some numbers. You tell me how it correlates. Okay? First number is one. When I arrived here, we didn't have a scout building. We built a building, paid for it, dedicated it all in one year. That's a big deal. Okay? The next number, 15. 15, the number of young men who received their Eagle Scout in these last 12 years as I've been here. Their projects have been, remember the gazebo was built? Remember the parking lot signs were built? Remember the parking lot curbs and signage? Remember Pam's place? Remember the hallway um, bulletin boards? Eagle Scout projects. Two million 220,000. That was the debt that Wesley had when I arrived. $2,220,000 that we paid off, we together paid off in the fall of 2010. 
Next number. 29 million plus. Y'all, the church, has given to Wesley in 12 years over $29 million to build the kingdom up in this place here, deposited and then sent out to serve our missions throughout our community. Y'all did that over these last 12 years. Next number, 247. The number of young women and young men who were confirmed these last 12 years in the faith. One thirty-two. The number of weddings that I've performed here, and some of y'all are sitting in this place right now. I see some of y'all right there. Next number, two twenty-five. The number of baptisms, two twenty-six. The number of baptisms. Next number. Uh, 377. This is a tough one. 377 of our family are now in the church triumphant that passed through here and passed on from here. As I look around the room, every row, I see names of people, family, connected. John Ray, I think about your dad, J.E. Joe, I think about your mother, Jean. Tom, I think about Ian. Pat, I think about your mother, Pauline. Larry, I think about your sister, Barbara. I look around the room and down every row, Perry Mason. Down every row, your mother, Jimmy. Donna, your husband, Greg. Don, your mom, Helen. Deanna, your mom. Lisa, your mom, Gertrude. Jenny, your mother, Mary Alice. Jess Sherman. Barbara Samaya. Terry Brown, Tommy, Risa, Tommy, Angie, Sandra, your mom and your dad, Phyllis, your husband, Carol, your mother, Maxine, 
there were five young men who I'd performed their funerals for way before there ever should have been. Five young men. Ian, Brandon, Matthew, Cody, and Blaine. Three hundred and seventy-seven of our people left us, and every one of them has a story to tell. A story about their faith and how their faith made a difference, and it continues to make a difference. Jennifer, Larry, how their faith continues to make a difference. Melody, your father, Daryl. I could go on and on. Marty, your husband, Larry. Barbara, your husband, Clyde. Everyone has a story to tell. I ask you to think about what story it is that you're leaving behind. What story are you, what legacy, what are you leaving behind? Chase, change the next number to 16 instead of 14. 16, the number of associate pastors who have come through Wesley, who have served, taught, ministered, gave love, received love here in these last 12 years. Mark Bunch, Josh Hale, Pam Besser, Elizabeth Duffin, Maneva Hankamer, Elvis Davis, Terry Brown, Ben West, Doretta Remy, Tim Turner, Wade Floyd, Lloyd B. Tarr, Donna Brown, Betty Edwards, and also, I will say, the next number, 13, the number of people who have entered the ministry from this congregation and the last three William Lucas Laney Banner and Tim Turner entered the ministry from this congregation last number 1,267 anybody got an idea what that number is? That's the number of y'all who joined this congregation in the last 12 years. 1,267 people have joined Wesley in 12 years. Many have passed away. Many have moved on. Stars, S-T-A-R-S. Stars, an account of what's taken place. Some of you will remember my very first sermon here, June the 11th, 
2006. I said, there's no organization, I pulled up my sermon, there's no organization in which 100% of the people believe 100% of every decision every time. And then I said, but as long as you agree with 51% of the decisions, then work to make, to understand the other 49% that you don't. And many of y'all have done that. Some haven't. Many of y'all have. You've scheduled an appointment. You asked, you emailed, you talked, you asked questions. I encourage you, when Pastor Rick gets here, if there's something that you don't understand about the church, don't be critical. Don't be critical. Find out. Ask questions. Go to the top. Ask him. Okay? Some of y'all did that. Some of you didn't. I encourage you to ask for clarification. Go to him and ask. 30. I'm the 30th preacher that your congregation has had. 31 will be Rick Ivey. His first Sunday will be July the 1st. I ask you to be at church on July the 1st, if at all possible. I ask you to make sure that you rearrange or do all that you can to be here. There is nothing better for the preacher than to have people show up on their first Sunday. (laughs) And now there's lots of remembrances. Remember when? Remember when I dressed up goofy? (laughs) Yeah, which time? Yeah, yeah, I know. Which time? The Easter times or the fall festival times or whatever. I dressed up. Y'all want to know why I dress up goofy? Okay, thank you. Glad you asked. It's not for me, and it's not for you adults. Okay? It's for the kids. And whatever I can do to let them know that their preacher's a regular person and somebody that can have fun, that I'm going to do it. Whatever I can do to show people that I'm a real guy just like y'all, that I came from the congregation just like you sat in the pew, you sit in the pew, I, Wade, Tim, Ben, Lloyd, all the preachers that's ever come through, we've all been right where your spot is. I dare say, I wonder, William Lucas, Laney Banner, Tim Turner, felt God's call upon their life as they were sitting in the pew. I wonder who, sitting in the pew today, feels God's presence and God's call upon them to make a decision to be in leadership in the church as a lay person or as a clergy person. I wonder who it is that God's calling to get out of the pew from the back 
and be in leadership in the church as a lay person, as a clergy. God's still in that business. Remember all the Bible studies that we did together, the shack, the Beverly Hillbillies, the I Love Lucy, Mayberry, all of those Bible studies. Remember Meals on Wheels and Boys Havens and Girls Haven and Harbor Hospice Ministry and Mosaic Orphanage in Haiti and the orphanage in Tuxpan, Mexico and the Utila mission trips. The Apostle Paul Greece trip, the Holy Land trips, two, three of them. The vacation Bible schools, the Christmas musicals and dramas and Easter's, the Emmaus and Kairos weekends, the talent shows, the Pokemon Go event. There's been hundreds and hundreds of events. Thank you for showing up and supporting it and making it happen. R, and then we'll be done. People sometimes get confused. R stands for responsibility. Some people get confused. A lot of people get confused and think that it's my job or the preacher's job to do the ministry. It's not. Our job is to encourage and equip and enable you, the lay people, to do ministry. Nowhere in Scripture does it say the preacher does it. Everywhere in scriptures, it says the lay people take care of one another. I'm suggesting and I'm challenging you. This is my last sermon. I can do that. <laughs> I'm challenging you to take responsibility for your church like you've never done before. It is your responsibility. The greatest asset of the church is you. It's all about relationships. Relationship with God and relationship with one another. We all have a responsibility. It's not our job to do the ministry. It's your job. We equip, we enable, we encourage you to do it. Understand? And the last S stands for stars, okay? Suppose, I'm hungry, so we're going to make this quick. <laughs> Suppose I drove down 105 or drove major or 105 at dark, pitch dark, no moon, without my headlights on, but just my dome light. Okay, you know what I mean? The dome light, inside light. I'm not going to be able to go very fast because I'm going to get in trouble if I do because I can't see, right? When you focus inward, you can't go very fast and you can't go very far without damage. You've got to have the headlights on. In the church, sometimes we focus too much inward, the dome light, focusing on ourselves and not focusing on the people who aren't here yet. That's the headlights. Santa Fe this weekend hit home for a lot of people. It's close. 
Our world needs the church. Our world needs the church. Our world needs the church and what we have to offer. But it's got to be where they can hear it. They can't hear us when we're judging them. They hear love. Unconditional love. To be a star in today's world, shine brightly, is different than before. We used to be able to just open the doors of the church and people come. Those days are gone. I invite you to be a star and to find ways in which you can let the light of Christ shine. I'm going to close with our scripture from, that I started off with this morning, and I'm going to read it from the message translation. It's the Bible. It's just a different translation. Matthew chapter 5, verses 13 through 16. Message. Let me tell you why you are here. Let me tell you why you're here, says the scripture. You're here to be salt, seasoning that brings out God, flavors of this earth. If you lose your saltiness, how will people taste godliness? You've lost your usefulness and will end up in the garbage. Here's another another way to put it. You're here to be the light, bringing out the God colors in the world. God's not a secret to be kept. We're going public with this, as public as a city on a hill. If I make you light bearers, you don't think I'm going to hide you under a bucket, do you? I'm putting you on a light stand. Now that I put you there on a hilltop, on a light stand, shine. Keep open house. Be generous with your lives. By opening up to others, you'll prompt people to open up with God, this generous Father in heaven. Be the light of Christ wherever you are. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, we pray. Amen. Thank you all for all that you've done to build up the kingdom of God. Our work is not done. I have work to be done elsewhere, and you have work to be done as well. Thank you for listening to our broadcast. This has been brought to you by Wesley United Methodist Church. For more information, see our webpage at wesleyumc.com.